Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I am so happy that you are here. Blow you stay low. All right, you guys. So if you were here for last episode, you know that we were talking about the pillars for Black Girl Creative. And, you know, if you weren't here for that, that's okay too. Um, but I really suggest you go back and go re-listen to create creativity because, you know, that's really the foundation of everything. That's really the reason why we do everything here in the first place. And um, every other pillar is affected by creativity. So if you haven't checked that out, please be sure to do so. And again, please be sure to check out Loray, the producer. I'll put her information in the description. That's whose music you hear right now. She's amazing. She's talented. And um, we got to interview her recently. And so I'll share that interview with you all soon. Okay. But let's dive right into today's episode. So today is all about community. Yes. So community is everything. Black women have always been a communal people. Black people in general have always been a communal people because we've had we've had to be, right? But even beyond the Americas, the states, or whatever, you know, it's different when you're a minority and uh, you're just trying to survive versus like when there's really um, cultural uh, reverence for community. And I feel like even when we don't try, we are just a communal people. I feel like God made us a communal people, made everybody a communal people. Um, but yeah, when you go, when you look beyond the states, even before we got here in slavery in the transatlantic slave trade, we were always a communal people. Community was everything. You know, you read the Bible. Community was everything. Community is freeing. It is healing, and it's necessary for Black women. You know, we look and we try to really get community anywhere that we can, whether it's going to the hair salon, right, and being able to chat it up with our friends in the chairs. Or if it's, you know, in the school, like I know I had a group of friends that I would just like hang out with. And while it was a mix of men and women, like the it wasn't missed, you know, that community was everything. Community kept me grounded. It kept me safe and it kept me focused on who I was, because I feel like outside the world will tell us all the reasons why we're not worthy, all the reasons why, you know, they will tell us who we are and they will lie to us and tell us who we are. And so we have to come together as a community with like minded people no matter what that like-mindedness is, to re-establish and reinforce this idea that we are worthy, that we are important, you know, that what they say about us out there isn't necessarily true. You know what I mean? And so, um, so yeah, so, you know, I believe and we believe here at Black Girl Creative that having a safe place to unburden, to be all of yourself and to commune with like-minded people is key to healing the recovering creative. So let's get into recovery. Like, what does that mean? Um, I know a lot of people, when they hear the word recovery, they think of, um, you know, addictions or like substance abuse or maybe alcoholism or maybe even someone being injured and like, you know, recovering, like trying to get back to where they were. Right. And so that could that could mean that that could mean that. But it's also like a myriad of other things. Right. So maybe you are trying to, you know, recover a sense of who you are, a sense of self. You know, I mentioned in last episode how my mother just started making stuff again and it's brought me so much joy because she's recovering and uncovering, like in reclaiming her creativity and uncovering who she really is and recovering who she really is. 
And in the same way, you know, we could recover a sense of self, creativity. Um, we could be in recovery when it comes to alcoholism or abuse or things like that, right? Because for a lot of people, people abuse things because they're lacking something else, because they don't have another outlet, because, you know, addictions or substances is the easiest fix, you know? Like, we can sit from our high horse and look down on people who struggle with addictions and be like, oh, that's just their choice and blah, blah, blah. No, like, you know, I feel like in a lot of ways, we all are addicts. Like, whether you're addicted to creating, whether you're addicted to um, making things, like, you know, it's, or addicted to music. Like, we, we go to, we have we all have vices. We all have things that we go to. And so what I, what I want to do here at um, Black Girl Creative is help women to recover and reclaim their creativity within community and to be around people that really uplift them and remind them of who they are, who they were, and who they will always be, right? This world will tell us all the different ways we're not worthy. You know, you look at any commercial, every single commercial is like, you're not worthy, get this and you will be, right? Like, for example, lotion. I don't know why I just thought about that. But like, you're ashy. Your skin is cracked. And if you want beautiful skin, luminous skin, you know, skin without skin without wrinkles, get this cream or serum or whatever it is, right? And so we're like, oh man, like my skin is is cracked and wrinkled. You know, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do that thing. Or um, get this, you know, latest phone. You could do all this fancy creative stuff, which you probably won't do in the first place, right? Unless you are like a filmmaker or a photographer or something. And it's like, oh, like we, we convince ourselves because of the commercials, like, oh, I need this phone because it's going to make my life better. It's going to make me better. Right. And so community comes in and says, you're already good enough, sis. <laughs> you don't need a fancy phone or a fancy car or a wristwatch or whatever it is to be better. And that's what community does. It grounds you, but it also reminds you of where you come from. So I love my family. I love my family, like the family I was born into. I'm on my mom's side, especially, but also my dad's side. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we come together and seeing the stock that I come from, seeing the people who are creative, who are resilient, who are beautiful, who look just like me, you know what I'm saying? It reminds me of who I am. And when I'm reminded of that, the world can't take away my identity. The world can't take away my self-worth because like I'm seeing in real time what it means to be, you know, a Johnson or what it means to be a Morgan. You know what I'm saying? And so I can see my two parents coming together and creating me. And while I am an individual, um, individual, I'm also made up of a slew of other people, my community, my friends, my chosen community, right? Like I have a crew that I've been hanging out with since high school, you know, and sometimes beyond that, like me and my best friend, we've been friends since we were 12. That's a long time. I'm 30. And um, we've been friends longer you know, than half of our lives. And so, you know, I stay, we stay around each other because even though we're two different people with two different backgrounds and two different experiences in life, we still keep each other grounded. And that is my community. And so for you, I know a lot of people like the world will tell us like, you don't need community. You're good on your own. How to, you know, you have to be successful. You have to cut off everybody. And there's this proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go with other people. And I'm butchering that, but it's the same idea. Like we think that we are self-sufficient. We think that we don't need anybody else's help. And that's simply not true. That's simply not how God made us. God made us a communal people. And when we come together, we do damage. We do damage. Like look at the protests, right? If it was just one woman on the street and with a megaphone talking, you know, you know, Black Lives Matter and da-da-da-da, right? You know, nobody would pay attention. No one would listen. 
say what they want to say about Black Lives Matter and the protests and how, you know, we're riotous people and thugs or whatever, which is a complete lie. But anyway, um, say what they want. We still got their attention when we came together. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no denying the power of community. There's no denying its strength and its value, but also like its impact on the outside world as well. So while community is good for ourselves, it's also beautiful, um, even in, even if it is triggering to people in a negative way on the outside. Community is so, so, so important. So again, we believe in having a place to unburden and be all of yourself, right? So this is a space for Black women. I don't care if you are 75, 85, 95, or like 15. I don't care if you're light skin, dark skin. I don't care if you're rich or you're poor. I don't care about none of that, right? This is a safe place where all Black women can come together and really just commune with one another. And it's key to recovering themselves, but also recovering that creative. You know, our people, Black people have been creative, have been resilient, right? Because we've had to be. <laughs> you know, and again, I'm speaking from an American perspective, but it's the same in the in the Caribbean. It's the same in the UK. It's the same anywhere you find black people. We have been resilient because we've had to be. We are we are so creative and even though we're we're faced with oppression or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like we come out okay because God gave us the creativity that he gave us. You know, <laughs> slavery, for example. You look at Slavery and here in the States anyway, um, especially like in the South, you know, black people weren't allowed to eat the good food, the healthy food. Right. We were given scraps. But even with those scraps, we created a meal. We created a feast. We feasted right on pig feet and, and pig intestine like chitlins. And like we're in a place today where you can be like, ugh, I don't want to eat that. Right. But I still see the beauty in that because that's the beauty of survival. That's the story of survival and of creativity and community like coming together. You bring you bring, I don't know, the pig intestine, you bring the bread, you bring, you know, and coming together and having a feast. And in a lot, in, in a lot of ways, it reminds me of like Thanksgiving, like the holidays trash. We know that like indigenous people were murdered and slaughtered, like, you know, crazy. But um, the fact that, but even around Thanksgiving, coming together with my family reminds me of that story. And it's almost like the story is being played over and over and over again, right? Every time we come together, every time we commune, every time someone brings a dish from somewhere else, it's the same story and community that my people had to survive with maybe 100, 200 years ago. You know what I'm saying? And uh, for a lot of us, a lot of Black folk, even though to other people, slavery, slavery was so long ago. It wasn't that long ago. Um, but the effects of slavery have lasted well beyond when slavery ended, even if you want to talk about Jim Crow, even, if, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Like, so like, let's be real. It wasn't until the sixties that really we were seen as equal by law, you know what I'm saying? By the law. But even beyond that people, oops, sorry y'all, even beyond that people were not trying to uphold the law. They didn't care about any of that. They didn't care about any of that. Um, so it's like, I don't care what, you know, the government says about this. Like, I still see you as, I still see you as less than. And so for a lot of people, like community was everything because where else are we going to go? What else are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? Who else is going to give us jobs? Like let's, you know, come together as a community, excuse me, <clears throat> and go against the grain and protest. You know what I mean? Like let's, 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 you know, not ride the bus together. Like talking about, you know, the bus boycotts, right? Let's come together as a community and through community, we were able to make that change, to make that impact, because we, they felt it in their pockets. They felt it in their dollars, you know, which has a whole other thing, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but yes, like creativity and community go hand in hand to me, to me. Um, 
I think about, again, my ancestors who, you know, even though we're not allowed to have, you know, ceremonies at the church or have, you know, get togethers or whatever, they still found way to harness and to cherish community and to still uphold it as something that is sacred because it is sacred. So here at Black Girl Creative, what does that look like? So that looks like having meetups, that looks like looks like having events, that looks like having, you know, cohorts and um, support groups for Black Girl Creatives in recovery. And so like through workshops, cohorts, classes and community groups, we can we aim to build and foster healthy community with black women. And we believe let me just say this right. Like I should have said this in the beginning. We believe in community over competition, community over competition. There is no reason for me to compete with my sister. There is no reason why I can't celebrate her and why I can't celebrate myself and vice versa. Right. Just because someone else is creative and successful and uh, talented and gifted, right? That doesn't mean that I'm not. You know, this world sets us up to compete and it pisses me off, right? Like, especially women in music and women in um, entertainment, they're, they're always pitting us against each other. They're always saying, oh, who wore it best or who's the best, you know? And especially Black women, especially Black women. Like, you, you look at, like, the rap, you know, I think it's getting better now, but you look at the rap um, and hip hop space, it's like, there can only be one. There can only be one. And it's like, why, why, why can there only be one? You know, um, in the nineties, I wasn't really into hip hop. I couldn't really, I wasn't allowed to listen to hip hop, to be honest. And so I don't know if that same competition was there between women. But when I look back, I see more unity than competition. I see more collaborating than competition. Right. And so there was this period, you know, between now and then where, you know, men honestly pitted black women against each other and said, oh, well, you got to be better than such and such. And it's like, why? Why can't we be separately um, amazing and come together and create something even more amazing? And this is the problem. Trying to be like other people will have us walking and stepping outside of our role and stepping outside of ourselves, trying to be people that we're not supposed to be. And then we wonder why we're not seeing success. We wonder why we're frustrated. We wonder why we're not serving our purpose. It's because God put you here to be X and you're trying to be Y. You know what I'm saying? And um, the world will convince us that we need to change who we are to be better, to be more respectful, respectable, to be, um, you know, revered as like this amazing artist. When in reality, like I said, if you want to go far, go together. I don't need to compete with you because, yes, you are amazing. And that's no that's no diss to me because I'm amazing too. And I don't, you know, and it's hard because it's, it's really hard for me to say that because I was like, I don't want to sound conceited, but no, we all have gifts inside of us. We all have important work to do. And if you're not showing up in your space because you don't feel like you're as good as that person, great, right? Because you're not supposed to be that person. You're supposed to be the best you. And in the same way, I know that there's a sense of like a scarcity out there like, it's almost like Black women can't exist in the same spaces and be excellent and amazing, but it's because of society and how they built society, right? Like, beyond that, we have always been a communal people. We don't have to compete. We're amazing. Like, we're amazing. But the world society, especially in Western culture, sets it up where it's like, oh, you have to, um, you have to prove your worth. You have to, you have to fight this person to get better while they're sitting back eating popcorn, watching us fight over each other and pick over each other when they don't like us anyway, they don't like any of us. You know what I'm saying? They don't care about any of us. We're popular today and famous today because we're making the money. And then tomorrow they're throwing us away. And so at what point do we stop playing these games? We stop, you know, participating in this competitive culture. You know, we don't hesitate here at Black or Creative to celebrate and uplift our sisters or put them on. That's my goal. 
That's my goal. No matter what age, medium, experience, or background, all are welcome here. All. If you're a beginner, if you're a professional, like there are people who podcast better than me. And am I going to stop podcasting because they're better than me? No, because I'm serving the people I'm supposed to serve. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing what's on my heart to do. And in the same way, I don't want you to forfeit what you're supposed to do because other people are doing it and you think they're doing it better. I also don't want you looking down on other people who are just starting, who are just figuring it out because you're no better than them. You're no better than them. We are all amazing. We are all wonderful. We are all equal. We are all created in the image of God. <laughs> We're all black women. And at, the, and at the end of the day, black women, we, we, know, the, we know the quote. We know, um, we know that quote that says black women are the most disrespected people on the planet. And it's true. It's very true. And so it's almost like we don't even have room. Like beyond that, we shouldn't, beyond um, the thought of we shouldn't be competing anyway, right? We don't have the room, sis, to be competing with one another. We need to be clinging onto each other like it's everything because it is everything. You know, community is so important. You get wisdom from older women. You pour wisdom into younger women, right? And younger women can teach you things too. You know what I'm saying? Just like we can teach older women things too. It's like a puzzle. It's a puzzle. And you're a piece, right? If you're not there, we see you missing, we see you not being there and someone's not getting a connection that they're supposed to get because they're going to be a Blake space. And so there's, there's, there's a connection that's missing. There's a link that's missing. When you look at like Christmas tree lights. So I just, I just found this out this year that if you untwist a Christmas tree light, like all of them go out, which I never knew. I never knew. Right. But it's amazing to me because we look at the Christmas tree and it's lit up and it's like, God is good. So the Christmas tree is lit up. And we're looking at the tree and we're like, wow, this is great. You know, this is beautiful. And no, we're not necessarily looking at each individual light on that tree. We're not like, oh, this one light is pretty. This one's not. No, we're looking at the whole picture. We're looking at the whole design if you celebrate Christmas. But you, you get what I'm saying. When you untwist one light out of the tree, when you untwist that thing, all of them go out. Because there's a link in the chain that's missing, you know, and I, I'm not, I don't know a lot about engineering or electricity, but I know enough to know that like there's a link missing. And so the connection's missing. So the rest of the lights can't light up. And so it just stops lighting up altogether. It just stops lighting up altogether because what's supposed to be, you know, a link for lights for a whole picture, one person isn't in their place. And so then you have these lights that don't work. Then you have these lights you have to throw away. Then you got to go through every single light and figure out which one, and I'm not doing it to be honest, but you got to figure out which one is the one that's broken or busted or blown, right? I keep hitting my mic, y'all. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You got to figure out which one is busted, broken, or blown or just not there. And when you are not in community, when you are not in that chain, when you are not, like you are a light, you literally are a light. And so when you're not in that chain, the whole thing is messed up. The whole thing is messed up and we got to go through it and figure out who's not stepping up in their place. And we know when it's us. And if you don't feel like you, like you don't have anything to you know, contribute to society, it's a lie. It's a lie. Do not believe that lie. You existing, you creating a meal, you again, space, safe space. If people can come to you and tell you things and you're a safe place for other people, that's you stepping in your space. If, if you can create a meal for someone who's hungry or your kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that the world wants to celebrate celebrity and these huge things, right? But we don't realize how huge the small things are. 
again, if you're a parent, right? I know that people like, oh, when you're a parent, your life is over. No, your life is just beginning. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a new phase of life. And you're able to create a home for someone and to instill in them that they are loved and appreciated so that they can walk through the world as a light, as confident as they are so they can create their own communities. You know what I'm saying? We, we influence people so much that we don't even, we take it for granted. We don't even notice that we're doing it. You know what I'm saying? And so be that light, just like that Christmas tree. I want you to think about that. Like in what ways are you not plugged in? In what ways are you not plugged in? And what are people missing out on because you refuse to be in community? And we all get burned. We all get our feelings hurt, right? We all get our heart broken from other black women. I know I have. And so that would cause me to kind of become a recluse. That would cause me to like, you know, shy away from people because I don't want to be hurt anymore. And so do what you have to do um, for a short period of time, but also get around community because you will lose yourself in your sorrow. You will lose yourself in your depression. Trust me, I know. Like, You'll start thinking that you're not worthy, that nobody wants you here. You'll start warring with suicidal thoughts. Like this is places I've been, y'all. And community has always been there to step in and say, I love you. I need you here. You are important to me. This is what you've done for me. You know what I'm saying? This is how you're important to this world. Like this is how you contribute. And this is who God says you are beyond that, right? Like you're worthy because you exist. And I needed community to remind me of that. I needed a community to remind me on a, on a regular basis that I'm not what I create. My friends don't love me because I'm creative, because I podcast, because, you know, like they love that about me, right? But that's not who I am. They love Alicia because I'm Alicia. And so without community, I would be, you know, self-seeking and seeking all this, like all these accolades and because I need to prove to myself that I'm worthy of being here. But they, my community, shows me that I'm worthy of being here every single day. And so for you... I need you to get plugged into community, whether it's this community or a different one. If it's your friends, if it's your family, I need you to tap into community. Actually look for community. And if you cannot find it, create it yourself. That's what I'm doing here. (laughs) That's what I've been doing with my podcasts. That's what I've been doing with this, with Black Girl Creative. If I can't find what I'm looking for, I'm going to create it for myself because it's that important. It's that important. It's like survival. It's that important. So again, you know, we've talked about creativity. We've talked about community. Next episode, we're going to talk about storytelling. And I'm really excited about that. Um, but yes, like all these pillars, I want you to consider as a Black girl creative in general, how can you start honoring these pillars in your life and setting them up in your life for success? To hold you up, you know what I'm saying? Like to be like, okay, let me check in in this pillar. Let me check in in this pillar. Is this okay? Like that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And um Yeah, I hope this is helpful. I hope you're getting something out of this. Be the light. Be the light. Be the puzzle piece. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know when you're missing and we can feel it. You know what I mean? And you just make the the picture better. You make the puzzle piece complete. You make the lights awesome. Like, literally full of awe, you know? So until next episode, you guys, keep creating. Find your community. Find your community. Like I said, if you don't have it, if you've, you know, going through a breakup with friends, create it for yourself. Be diligent about finding this community, okay? And again, we'll have stuff here to build community, like meetups and workshops and things like that. But in the meantime, you should still be able to find your own community as well. So um, I actually want to shout out someone. Um, We had a meetup and this this woman, I'll actually put her information below. Um, But like she lives in Spain. Her name's Janae. She lives in Spain. 
and she is um, from the UK. And so in Spain, there's not a lot of people out there. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of people out there who are her people. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough out here. So she created a community for herself based in Spain, based in Spain. Like, and this goes to show you that like, no matter where you're from, no matter where you're at, we all have the capability of finding our own communities and or creating them. So it's called culturecollective.es, culturecollective.es. You can follow her on um, Instagram. And uh, yeah, but she this is a network that represents black and people of color, creatives and culture. And so you can join her community if you're based in Spain. You know, I know we had some listeners from, from Spain, but yes. So like, please, you know, again, it's really that simple. Once you create the space, people come. People come, people will show up because they're like, yes, like whether you're a gardener or whether you are a musician or, you know, a parent, there are communities out there. And the beautiful thing about the Internet is that you can always find something. You can always find someone to relate to in some community to join with like minded individuals. So do what you have to do to find community because it's that important. Okay, it's that important. So until next episode, you guys be safe, find that community and really check in with yourself about whether you think you're self-sufficient. And if not, check that. Because again, if you want to go fast, go by yourself, right? But if you want to go far, go with other people. Okay? So until next episode, you guys, talk to y'all later. And yeah. Bye.